Genesis Avalon. Episode 16, Scars of the Past. I thought maybe, just maybe she'd listen to me, yet they're still off doing the same things. It only takes so long before someone gets hurt. That's strange. Asara's always practicing. Asara? Asara? Are you there? You won't find her. Sam, what? I haven't seen you in years. I thought you'd come back. What do you mean I won't find her? She's always here. That didn't set off a few flags right off the bat. Look around you, Leanne. When was the last time she used any of these things? Get to the point, Sam. We lost her, Leanne. Three months ago. I, I honestly thought you knew. You? I never thought. I'm sure I said it could happen. I thought when she'd stop, it'd be over. We all hoped, Leanne, but Lilith was never going to give up until she had her dead. Lilith? You mean the woman Asara told me about? The one who... Yes, Leanne. Do you understand what I'm saying? It didn't end. She's gone. I killed Lilith, and it still didn't help her a damn bit. I'm sorry, I tried to save her. Jaina. Where is she, Sam? I need to talk to her. I I don't know, but I'll give you a couple of addresses to places she'd probably be. Thanks, Sam. How's Mr. Whiskers and his pet human? Nat and I don't really talk all that much anymore. (sighs) Pretty good, I guess. (sighs) They were not happy with me when I left, but honestly, I don't really care. Too much is going on. (sighs) You ever get the feeling like... You're talking, but no one's listening. I've been getting that a lot over the last few days. I feel like no matter what I say, it's not right. I feel like no matter what I do, it's not right. And even when Sam looks at me and smiles and goes, Okay, good, I feel like he's just saying it to make me shut up. I just don't understand what's wrong with me. I feel like I'm not worth looking at, not good enough to be anything worth a damn lately. And... My self-esteem is normally just fine. And talking to people doesn't help because most of the time they just tell me to shut up because I'm wrong and I'm not bad. But, I mean, what if I am? What if no one will tell me that in truth I'm some completely selfish idiot who doesn't know anything about anything and will never do anything with her life? I don't get this. I don't like how I feel right now. 
I don't really believe that I'm worthless, but... <sighs> Does that make any sense? Not really, but it kind of sounds like you're depressed. But why? Why do I have to feel like this? I've lost too many people at once, and I feel all this pressure, but this can't be why I'm so depressed. So why? And if someone tells me it's because I haven't been sleeping well, I feel like I could punch them. That's not it. That's not it at all. I've had plenty of times where I don't sleep well and I'm still fine. It's like, I don't know, this sinking feeling I have that nothing will ever go the way it should. These knots in my stomach that make me feel like I could just shake to pieces if I don't keep it together. It sounds so stupid and it probably is. The world got bigger while I was in Chicago and it scares me. I mean... I don't even understand why I'm afraid of being Avalon, but lately I am. Why? Because it'll offset my plan to stay in New York? I barely balance my life and Avalon as it is, and at this rate I'm going to turn into Peter Parker with failing grades because I'm hopping around the world. I wouldn't have even had money for rent if I didn't have financial aid stipends from when I was at the other school, if I didn't have that stupid inheritance from my bio dad that I've never even met. The worst part is... Being Avalon, sometimes I wonder why I'm fighting. Hello, because no one else can. Sam does. That works for me. Can he bring people back if they've been possessed? Can he cross spirits over and save them from being stuck in hell? Can he heal people? I... See, even you know that you're needed. So, I understand that things got tough. Hell, I knew Roxy too. And losing Asara, damn, that had to hurt. But come on, Jay, you're stronger than all that. I know you. I don't even feel like I know myself anymore, so how on earth could you? I mean... All I do is fight and run around hurting people and getting people killed, so how does that make me strong? Because you've gotten through it. If you were really that weak, Jay, this would have killed you way, way before now. You would have given up, but you didn't. What did you do? You ran away, sure, but you left and you kept fighting. Don't you get it? Noir is right. I can't believe I just said that, but he is. Is part of you, and you understand and know that, even if you pretend not to. Z. Let me tell you it again, Jay. You'd be dead by now. You couldn't handle all this damn pressure if you didn't have some sort of inner core that made you this strong. God damn it, girl, you have a heart of titanium if you just stop running from this city. I'm not listening to any of this I'm weak bull because you're not. I haven't spent the last three months volunteering my goddamn time trying to keep this city's relief center stocked full of Oneg just to have you give up. Now, let me remind you how our relationship works. You are the hero. You are going to get your act together. You are going to go find Sam and make nice with him. And then you are going to start kicking some demonic ass. I am the drama queen of this apartment. I apply the verbal sledgehammer to your brain, and then I go to Billy's for a drink, which I will now do. You are dismissed. Damn it. Who could that be? Dr. 
Matthews. Good. I was hoping you'd be here. Can I come in? I... Yeah, sure. You didn't tell me. I... About Asara, Jaina. You didn't tell me. I wasn't here. I... I went to Chicago. I figured as much, seeing as you were all over the papers there, Jaina. You knew about how close I had been to her. I thought Sam would tell you. Dr. Matthews, I'm sorry. I really am. She was my friend, Jaina. For 20 years, I watched her fight and risk her life for people who didn't give a damn. I watched her lose people. I lost people. And now I've lost her. And you thought Sam would tell me? Sam isn't Genesis analog, Jaina. You are. You're right. I should have said something. You were my teacher. So was she. I just... I got wrapped up in my own grief. I pushed everyone away. I'm still pushing Sam away. Why? Why would you do that? He's the one person in the world you should be working with. Sam and I, we we didn't always get along, but he's a decent guy. And one hell of a fighter. (laughs) And Asara would want you to work with him. And as much as I hate what being Avalon did to her, she wouldn't want you to give it up. So if you're going to be Avalon, you need to accept all of it. I need to go. I've got a conference this evening, and while I'd love to cancel, I really can't. Yeah, okay. Dr. Matthews? Yeah, Jaina. I am sorry. Would... would you mind coming back to see me again sometime? Sure. Guess I should go find Sam. feeling I'd find you here. I'm surprised you're talking to me. I thought you worked solo. Sam, I didn't come here to fight. Suppose not. Because fighting implies that two separate people engage in a heated conversation. I'm lucky to get a word in edgeways lately. Please, before you get even angrier, I came here to apologize. I didn't want to come back, but we do need each other, okay? I'm not crazy. I get it. I can't exactly fight alone. Don't ask me to be happy that I'm fighting, but it was never my intention to hurt you. There's just so many people, so many memories here. It's a lot to take in. Well... Apology accepted. Thanks. So, you're not mad anymore? That's it, we're cool. Sam, I still have a lot of problems with everything that's going on, but I'm putting that aside because, well, because I've had enough people yell at me today. Enough that now I know 
I do need you. That's a very different opinion of me than when I first got here. I've had time to think about it, Sam. I mean, what you said on the roof. You are my friend. Sure, when you showed up I didn't understand a lot of things, but you're the only person out there who actually knows what it feels like to be Avalon. The kind of guilt we have to deal with. Oh, I know a lot about guilt. Believe me, more than my fair share. What was it like when you and Asara fought? Uh, strained. Very strained. I came into the game very late. She didn't even have an exodus to fight with for most of her time. My mentor, a bloke named Jake, had long parted ways with Asara's mentor, Francesca. Big age difference, Jake was much older and didn't like taking orders. Sounds familiar. Oi, who's telling this story, me or you? <laughs> Sorry, go on. Anyway, he found me in London, trained me up, taught me everything. I mean, hell, I didn't have an ambition in the world before he found me. When he thought I was ready, he sent me off to find Asara. When I did... Uh, my sister Annie said that Jake died in his bed, peacefully. Natural causes. Nice way for a former exodus to go. So I fought with Asara until she... Well, she lost her powers. Then went back to London till she called me and asked me to come here. How did she lose her powers, Sam? <sighs> she... Well, no, I'm telling you now, I suppose. She... She fell in love with the wrong bloke. How could that be wrong? I, I don't think I'm ready to tell that story yet. I was there for it. Wait, Sam. I need to know. Please, if you were there... You... You go get some rest. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll go kick some ass then. <clears throat> Sam, that's not fair. I have so many questions. Questions you can't answer, right? Uh, you ever look at that dagger Asara gave you? Like, really look at it. It's not a dagger. It's a spear point. That's Asara. She used to be like a red bar, the spear. And then someone broke her in two. Just let it go for now, Jaina. Please. Of everywhere in the city, this is still the one place I can always think, always call. This church has been here for a very long time. Hello, beloved. Sakmat, <laughs> how dare you ever play that game with me? Well, if you'd have just married me when I asked, you wouldn't be so afflicted now, would you? Marry a demon. <laughs> Good one. I should have killed you when I had the chance. <laughs> oh, and when was that? Huh? When you could still stand on two feet? Oh. That's been a very long time, beloved. Um, 
Just be happy I left you with your wits. What little you have to begin with, anyway. <laughs> Enough! <laughs> it helps, sir! <laughs> What's wrong? Do you know there are voices in your head? <laughs> Should I leave you alone to play with? If I made you crazy. <laughs> Enough! You will not break me! <sighs> that would be so terribly easy to do. <laughs> I just haven't tried. In the name of Epona, I will send a herd of stallions from the bowels of the underworld itself to torment you! <laughs> you forget. I am already in the underworld. <laughs> Come back, my little pets. Stop bothering the big bad gods. <laughs> but you, my love, my precious you are much more fun when you have your wits about you. It makes the heart so much more <laughs> poignant. <laughs> no matter what you try to do to me, you will never win the affection you want. Nor will you dissuade me from my sworn duty. I will always protect Avalon with my life. <laughs> oh, such a pity, Noir. I could have loved a fire like yours in bed. <laughs> never. I've come to terms that I'll never be human again. I'll stay like this forever, rather than give in to a demon to get it back. How disappointing. You would have been fun. One day, Noir. One day I will make you suffer so much that you will pray my name. And I will answer. Never. I will never ask for you. Remember that, beloved, when the blood of your dear Avalon washes over the very roads of the city you crave to protect. Arthur? Carrie, how are you? 
I was hoping you could tell me how you and Julian were doing. Ooh, well, if I'm honest, not much. He's off taking pictures, he is, as he does. Guess. And I was just on my way to talk to a few more people who said they've seen some weird things around this block. You mean nude pictures of B. Arthur kind of weird things? Oh. What kind of weird things? Well, some of it's rot. And some of it sounds like it might have some merit. I'm wondering if Julian has any plans for coming back to help out today. If he's just gone off playing freelance boy. Well, I'll call him and tell him to meet up with you if you want. How are you two working together so far? <laughs> I wish I knew. Truth be told, only time he ever talks is if it's about Avalon. Well, you know he's, like, completely obsessed with her, right? The reason why he hates her so much. It's a long story, but as someone who was there when his opinion changed, let me say that I'll be happy if you can change his mind. Easy to move Stonehenge, I think. Ah, speak of the devil, that he is. Get off the phone now, Bobby. I'll call you if we have anything spectacular. All right. Yep, let me know. You have my number. Bye, Carrie. Oh, that was abrupt. So, Alexander, find anything? No, she hasn't been out. Well? Well what? Was that it? No one ever got any photos. Didn't she even talk to people? What's the point? Right now they're all starstruck that she's back in town. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're acting like Stalin came back and settled into the Kremlin for tea cakes and a garden party. She's back, Julian. Think of all the people she'll save. Oh, you you saw her saving people today. Here, maybe you should take the camera. Oi, don't be so bloody icy. I'm being serious. And so am I. She wasn't out today. Hence, she's not doing her job, is she? Maybe there's nothing out there for her to deal with yet. You think of that? She fights demons, Julian, not kittens, or wee bunnies. They're not always out. This isn't some Stephen King novel. You're crazy. You seriously think she's doing some good out there. She is picking her battles. <sighs> Did you even study your own history? Think of Lee in the American Civil War. Didn't really choose his battles. Sure, he won every fight, but ultimately his army was defeated. Strategy counts for something. If there's a bigger plot out there, and I'm not saying there is, but if there is, she's probably trying to figure it out. Just like we're trying to figure out what she's up to. You were a history nerd in school, weren't you? Only when I came here. You have some interesting wars on your docket, you yanks. But that's not what we get paid for. I'm going to head to my sources to check out a few things. Call you if I find anything. Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to go eat. What? You haven't already? Sun's almost done. And that means it's prime dinner time. Yeah, okay, Mom. Just get out of here, will ya? Ooh. Shoot. Oh. Go, go. Keep walking, keep walking. some ass later. <laughs> that was pretty lame, Sam. Ugh, jeez. I forgot it started to get dark so early. Winter must be coming soon. Yo, Z! You here? Jay. Went for a beer run. BBS. 
Leave it to Z. Hey, Jay. <gasps> How's it going? Uh, rocks? Oh, good. You still know my name. The way you dashed out of the hospital, I figured you didn't want anything to do with me. How? How is this possible? You're... dead. I left you there, but... you were dead. Good one. So that means either you're crazy, or I'm really here. Then again, you managed to keep it from me that you were Avalon. But... but... the funeral... I... I saw your gravestone. Fake. All of it. When I realized you and Nat didn't bother to find out if I was alive, I switched my tags with another patient and left. Some Avalon you are. You can't even try to see if I was actually dead before you left. But they told me you were gone. Doesn't matter. If you'd stayed, you'd have known. How do you know I'm Avalon? I never... Doesn't take a brain surgeon, Jay. Remember, you said you saved my life last time. Too bad you didn't really try that hard the second time around. I thought I'd just let you know I was back in town. Not that you give a damn. See ya. What? I... Uh, she's... Roxy's alive? Featuring the voice talents of Laura Post as Jaina Masterson, David Alt as Sam Tyler, Chris Hackney as Noir, Marlene Norton as Z. Lewis, Bernadette Groves as Sekhmet, Trent Clifton as Julian Alexander, Richard Casto as Bobby Carson, M. Sierra Garcia as Carrie Arthur, Leanne Brown as Dr. Matthews, and Tracy Hall as Roxanne Dawes. Written and directed by Catherine Pride. Original music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2011. Pendant Productions. Genesis Avalon, created by Catherine Pride. Copyright 2011. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.